Um, Do we have a topic of the day? I was just about to start the podcast and you've interrupted me already. So I hope this sets the tone. (laughs) Uh, This is the Ideas Podcast and joining me is... Joshua Barton. Serial Jorts Poster. Serial Jorts Poster. Yeah, that's me. I'm uh, good. I didn't ask. You did. You said, how are you? (laughs) I think you're making things up, mate. Yeah, the tape will prove me wrong. I I'm a bit bit sickly at the moment, but uh, other than that, pretty good in good spirits. That's that's what the people want to hear. Yeah. So uh, tell us a bit about yourself. What do you do on the day to day? On the day to day, at the moment, I'm uh, living a sort of free sort of life. But uh, come Monday, I will be. It's uh, 25th of February at the moment, people. Come Monday, I'll be back at back at uni. Continuing to study a Bachelor of Viticulture and Oniology. I'm going to make wine one day, hopefully. Yeah, I can just stop whining in ideas and I'll make it. You're allowed to laugh at that. Um, and yeah, it'll be good times. That sounds, um, sounds good. I have a car. I like my car. I'll do shit to my car. And what type of car do you it. have? I have a 1986 VL Commodore. It is a ah. hunger shit. It got stolen. It got returned to me in multiple pieces. And, yeah. A car that you can start and take apart with a screwdriver. Just about. Hmm. A 14 mil socket and a 10 mil and you're basically done. Well, I mean, you can't knock them for trying to be efficient. Yeah, fuck, it's good. It's good life. So what's special about this car that uh, you've held on to such an old car for so long? So, it was my grandfather's initially from factory. Like he, he ordered it from Holden back in 1986. He got it with air conditioning, and that was it. Manual transmission, because that was the cheapest option. My grandparents were quite tight with their money. Uh, no power steering, no cruise control, none of that fun shit. Uh, the dash had a clock on it originally instead of a tachometer. <laughs> That's how poverty pack it was, and yeah, I while I was a kid growing up, because I'm from the farm, I just used to remember grandpa and grandma coming out in the old car and putting around and taking me as a really little kid out to fucking, back to the, you can beat that out, uh, their house in Port Broughton, which is about 40 k's away, and I remember just having being in the booster seat as a really little kid, and I would have been about three when my grandfather died. It sort of got put in the shed. And, yeah, from then, I obviously got older. I'm still not three. Uh, I was looking for a car when I was about 15. I always, always liked the VL. I saw it in the shed, but I thought, oh, fuck it, Dad will never give that to me. Never be able to have it. So I kept looking for cars and cars. And I was looking for it for a day for so long. And I rang Dad one day and I went, I cannot find a bloody diesel four-wheel drive manual Rodeo that hasn't done 7 billion Ks. Can I just fix up the VL? And he went, why didn't you ask me this two years ago? And I could have slapped my father at that point. But, um, yeah, my brother had sort of molested it while it had been in the shed and taken the stock exhaust manifold off it and bought some extractors for it. But there was no exhaust pipe to be found anywhere, so... Put the extractors back on it, um, bought a new battery for it, but um, I didn't have any pipe work for the exhaust. 
So, being a country fella like I am, I found a bit of pipe. It just so happened to be attached to a street sign. Because um, a street sign pipe is perfect three-inch pipe. So oh, there you go. I got the angle grinder out and <laughs> dodged up my exhaust out of a street sign. <laughs> that's a, that's I thought, a great oh, yeah, story. I'll, I'll drive this for two or three bloody months until I can fucking find a four-wheel drive and two and a half years later, I'm still driving it. Well, there you go. That's yeah. a tip to everyone listening. If you need a reliable exhaust, just cut up a street sign. Just fucking get in there with an angle grinder champ. Doesn't doesn't uh, hurt that we have a pipe bender at home as well because it's pretty thick wall pipe. But yeah, my car just sounds fucking pretty cool. <laughs> like, I can right. hear it from about three streets away whenever someone borrows it. It's pretty obnoxious. <laughs> I had a girlfriend who just who knew I was in the area just because I put my foot down every time I sort of went near her house. I actually got asked not to come back because of that. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> enough of this. <laughs> All right. Well, it's it's cool that you've got a special attachment to your car. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's uh, it and such a long attachment too. It's like been in your family yeah. for awesome. longer than you've been alive. It sounds like. Yeah. I was oh. minus eleven when it came to me. There you go. There you go. I always joke that I'm dating an older woman to my friends whenever I bring my old car out because they've all got fucking you know, bloody Nissan Skylines and shit. And, other fast cars, and there's Josh in the VL Commodore. <laughs> Putting in. But it goes hard. It's got a Nissan motor on it, Nissan motor in it from factory. Hmm. So it goes pretty hard. So I've done uh, some tinkering and cleaning and dodging. For, so, so for some people who are unclear, uh, what is the reason that uh, Holden manufactured a vehicle with a Nissan motor in it? With a Nissan motor. Okay, so... The year is 1984. The Australian government went, we're fucking ruining the environment. We better pump our brakes. Um, in, so through 1984 and 1985, they drafted these laws called the Australian Design Rules, which some have already been there, but the third revision to the Australian Design Rules mandated that every car had to run on unleaded petrol. Well, there was a fucking uproar with every fucking car manufacturer in Australia. They fucking hated it. They had to retool every engine they had to run on unleaded petrol, which meant had to be high compression and it just had to be run better. Holden, because they were lazy, went, we are not updating a 30-year-old engine to run on new fuel. That's just a stupid idea. So they went to GM in America and went, show us your V6s and they weren't too impressed. So they went to Japan and they went to Mazda, I think, and Nissan, and got what Nissan described as a forklift motor. It's an RB30, which means it's a three-litre RB series motor. Um, in all the Nissan Skylines and things, they're only a two-and-a-half-litre motor. They don't really believe in high-displacement engines, the Japanese, hence why they thought it was a forklift motor. But um, they gave us the single cam version of this engine and yeah bloody everyone loved it it's had about twice as much power as the old shitty engine and used less fuel at the same time and then awesome. some people got got thinking and went well if this dual overhead cam head works on a nissan skyline with a smaller engine but it's the same sort of family of engine let's see if it bolts on this one and it did 
and then that's how people, a lot of people go very fast in VR Commodores. There you go. So hybrid. For, for, yeah. for, those, for those who aren't too interested in uh, yammering that on bullshit. about cars, uh, it, is, it is still kind of Car interesting jam. to hear about um, like how Australia, <laughs> yeah, Australia has like a, a really deep relationship in trading with Japan, uh, even going yeah. all the way back to the 80s. So it's, yeah. it's a cool story to take at least that note away. So, mm. I, I mean, what's interesting about all this car chat and what you mentioned earlier is, you know, the, the shift in ideas about what wine <laughs> has to be. So initially, like wine was for the, the starving artist or, you know, yeah. the the fancy the fancy people yeah, or aristocratic something. bloody wig wearing Frenchman, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I know what you mean. And now it seems as though wine has kind of just been accepted, especially in Australia, the working class Australia, wine's just been accepted as a as a thing that you drink it, that isn't it's, beer. It's everyone's choice. Uh, I don't know, everyone's second choice in a way. When you get hmm. sick of VB you move on to the fruity Lexia. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was yeah, it sort of has, hasn't it? Um, I don't know. The whole reason I got into winemaking was because I was good at it at school, and that's really about it. Um, so, so where did you go to school that you could do winemaking? I went to Scotch College. I was a boarder. Um, I started boarding in Year Nine, and I did ag every semester I could, except for one term in Year Ten, where I foolishly decided to do home ec thinking it would teach me how to, you know, cook a steak properly and fucking fend for myself out there in the big wide world. Instead, we were making cakes every fucking lesson. I got pretty sick the of that, so I switched back to ag. for the teacher, and they get yep. free cake too. Yep. Oh, I'm fairly sure she loved it too. Um, wow, that was a bit mean. <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, we, had a, we have a vineyard on the school with a lot of red grapes and green grapes and i think i've seen that vineyard before it's near the uh, roundabout yeah 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 below the tennis courts there just off mm. the tennis courts yeah um and as a boarder i just used to run through there every now and again when mr bell forgot to lock the gates and steal a few hunk of grapes walk back to the boarding house quite happy with myself <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um in the you know 30 odd years that Mr. Bell's been there and he's never really made a good bottle of wine. And I thought, bugger it, I'll try it one day. So, yeah, I made a reasonable bottle of wine, we'll call it. Above average. <laughs> for a first timer. You could drink it. Well, that's, uh, I'll give it that much. It was drinkable. I got drunk. I was happy. I but, mean, um, yeah, in year people 12. wouldn't expect that out of a uh, year 12 student. No, oh, no, that was, that was after school at year 12. Um, that was in my cupboard in the boarding house. <laughs> Teachers got a bit annoyed when they sort of figured out what was going on, but I couldn't prove anything. Anyway, um, and yeah, in Year 12 Ag, we uh, got to do our own project, like whatever we wanted, ag-related. So I made um, beer, thinking I'd drink it all at schoolies, and I made 93 litres of beer. Oh, wow. That was a, that was a adventure in uh, brewing. And yeah, that that went okay. Yeah. Most of the, a lot of the bottles exploded because <laughs> they ferment and then the gas expands and they just fucking explode on you. It was pretty pretty funny. 
took a heap home to mum and I put them on the veranda one morning. And oh, no. They sat there and about two in the morning, mum thinks, buddy, the neighbours are invading us because there's sounds like what sounds like gunshots happening outside and it's just glass bottles exploding. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But um, back back to wine being everyone's drink now. Um, I get that that um, sort of has changed a fair bit. My parents sort of went, "You're making wine," when I first described it to them because we're uh, cattle farmers and cereal crop farmers. We're not really fruit farmers where we are. Yeah, we're not really in the country for it. So they sort of went, "What? You're you're doing this?" But I thought South Australia is. Really, one of the now I don't want to be. I don't know how to say this. Tooting around trumpet here, but it's, it's one of the better wine places in the world for where it comes from. I've heard of people from Italy saying, "Oh, do you want this lovely South Australian wine?" And it's yeah. like uh, people mean, aren't going to stop drinking. It's a good business to get into. That's. I mean, we're not. I don't think it's tooting our own horn, and we've got a an excellent climate for yeah. the fruit. We've got so lots of hard-working soil. innovative people working yeah. around the industry in a very tight area uh on yeah. either side of the city as well so it's it's not yeah. exactly tooting our own horn it's just a fact we've got a lot of yeah. stuff going on there yeah exactly i um i've got a block out near loxton and it's got bull water on it and there's a there's a heap of great vines nearby so i'm gonna We've got a uh, my house in Prospect here where I'm recording at the moment. I've got a grapevine out the back. It's got seeds in it, but um, yeah, I want to get a uh, cutting off that, and it'd be really cool to grow my entire vineyard off that one plant if it's any good. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a cool little story. Yeah, it would be. Cool little, yeah. So, so what is your goal? I mean, you're you're going to be making a wine. Uh, post, and everyone post-uni? makes a wine, so yeah. How like, am I going to make mine different? How am I going to go? You, you want mine? Yeah. Well, what's um, your what's your what's your idea? I guess behind <laughs> behind the wine there. Uh, don't really have any yet. My my idea as soon as I get out of uni is just start consulting for other people because I will have a degree on my belt and I apparently know what I'm talking about. But um, I want to consult and sort of start my own business on the side and once I've got enough money from consulting, get into my own business, I guess, um, with the help of probably my father. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know yet. I've got a lot of marketing things to figure out. I've got a lot of distribution and freighting and just a lot of things to figure out between now and probably 10 years' time. I guess and if, I'm, if things... I'm running a business by 29, I reckon I'm doing pretty well. Hmm. I guess one of the things that people don't really think about when they pick something up off a shelf is all of the hard work that went into making yeah. that thing that they're buying. So the not just the the years of growing uh, mm. to get these vines to a state in which they're producing a decent fruit, yeah. but also yeah. then the 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 work that went into the packaging and the distribution yeah. to make sure that it all got to the shelf in the first yeah. place. Yeah. Like, it's 100 litres of water in every bottle of wine. Mm. That's how much it takes to just make one bottle of wine by the end of it. Don't start complaining that it tastes watered down. Um, if, it's a, if it's 100 litres of water, how many man hours have gone into that 
plant like you you've got probably a hundred man hours going into building the fence that the vine grows on. Mm-hmm. That's probably about I don't even want to think about how many hours of the vine growing. You've got a a year for the fruit to develop and then you and go, you, you Oh, this fruit like, is shit. And you can't just let a, a vine grow and just like forget about it. It's it's yeah. it, it's not you just have to pay attention to like how it's growing and the color it's showing and whether it's and structure dry or if it's limp or, you know, so on and so forth. And if it's climbing or not. Because mm. if you've got a plant that's just crawling along the ground, it's going to get infected so easily. Please make me yeah. a wine. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I'll become your nice dirty wine. <laughs> oh, yes. I'll just try and write dirt on the bottle. Um, back at school. We had to create a wine label. So I called mine Far King, like a king that's far away. Yes, yes. And Strange Wines. So when you read it, it's fucking daft wine. No, Strange Wines. Nice, yeah. I'm thinking thinking I might bring that back unless the ACCC have something to say about it. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, we've seen, a, we've seen a few pretty good ones come out of SA, like the... Yeah. Uh, like, oh, who are the guys? Not the Alpha Box and Dice guys, but the other ones. So they have. Uh, oh, they're funny. The I, love, I like the wine men of Gotham. I don't know who that is, but who, who is who's the squid squid tickler or whatever it is? Squid tickler. You, you know the ones. Monster, yeah, monster monster ones. Yeah. Never got. I'm just googling some squid young tickler punks. wine. <laughs> oh, some young punks. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Those That's guys good. are great. It's good. Yep. Had many an afternoon with some young punks. Really, really great wine labels there. Yeah, I, right. they're so they're very artistic. I do enjoy their labels. So one one thing I covered on the previous podcast is like you know, where, where what's your current living situation? Are you are you living at a home? Are you living with a friend or a significant other? I'm living with a mate that I've known basically since I was about four. I reckon. Um, family, friends, son, Kaipasani. No, probably shouldn't have said his name. Beep that out. Um, and thank you. <laughs> and one of his mates. He's a good bloke too. Um, and in Prospect, uh, my family farm is about 300 k's away. Wow. And every now and again, I get shift, shifted back up there, not by choice, just to, oh, yeah, Joshua, I need, a help, need your help putting up a few gates out the paddock that's always a fun little trip just to put up a gate but you know shit happens you gotta help out your family um especially the farm the farm especially like, the farm yeah the, the farm the farm matters a lot to yeah uh any farming family yeah, it's, mm. it's it's not just like ah, uh, come fix my fence it's like come fix my fence or everything dies yeah well everything runs away and it's yeah. just fucking sadness <laughs> for everyone yeah it, it's it's annoying how do or die it is. Mm. Like, cause we, we own, I think it's three farms now. Don't mean to buy my horn, but, um, and they're in three different parts. So you've, you've got to know that what you're doing there is going to last enough time that you can, you can s- s- walk away from it knowing that it's going to stay there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it, it's not going to fall apart on you when you walk 20 meters in the other direction. So a lot of things get over-engineered, so to speak. Like yeah. it's going to last 20, last 30, 40, 40 years. years. Yeah. Like, Hopefully. Dad and I have put up fences <laughs> that 
I reckon my children will be fixing. Yeah. <laughs> I hope my fuck that i'm not doing it but they can because <laughs> it's it's like we've put in posts 12 feet deep and there's a, yeah. there's still six feet hanging out the top yeah if they break i'm gonna be wild <laughs> um <laughs> and it's future proofing the whole time you're always you're always wondering what's gonna suit me now but what's gonna suit me in t- 10 20 years time like when dad and i built the feedlot and my brother and i built our feedlot for our cattle we built three pens. Now I've got nine. We've, we've tripled the amount we needed due to just we we didn't have the hindsight before. And yeah. Oh anyway. wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so that's your your living situation. Have, yeah. <laughs> have you have you ever considered uh, moving back home at all? Uh, no, but not out of, I don't know. It's, 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 I've, I've never considered it because it's, it's not an option in a way, Mm. like with my current uni commitments and like, I do love it in Adelaide and I love the people and I love the people I'm around, like the accessibility to everything on the farm, you're 30 k's away from everything and living with my parents. I love them, but I love the freedom. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's understandable. Yeah. All right, so, I mean, where where do you where do you see yourself five years from now? Like, if you get your dream job and all that other stuff. Um. Hmm. Hopefully, making about a hundred grand a year as a senior junior consultant, uh, working for someone else, but happy. I I'd like to think that I'd be putting a down payment on a house. Um, Hmm. Nowhere, nowhere too fancy, but just you know, um, yeah. Uh, hopefully, settling settling down with someone. Probably happy with myself. Sounds a bit sad, but yeah. Always want to improve. Um, and yeah, that's about it, really. Do you reckon you? I, see I wouldn't yourself... really care if I had the same car as now, because by <laughs> then I'd probably enough, to have enough money to fix it. <laughs> I was just about to ask you: Do you, do you see yourself uh, still driving uh, your granddad's car? Yeah, yeah. Its name's Bob, by the way. Um, okay, here's the thing: I, I can see myself with another what? not having this car. Sorry, you dropped I, out. I'm, sorry, I, I can see myself having another car. I just can't see myself not having this car. Fair enough. That's a good answer. But this, this is this is my forever car. Even if it does have has done three hundred and fifty thousand k's now, and it's probably got more rust than it should, I, I'm determined to drive it until either it dies or I die. And if it dies, I'm fixing it. All right. I, I will pour money into it <laughs> until it until it is not until it works again. Like last October twenty uh, second, it got stolen, and um, they did they people who stole it. Uh, smashed three tires uh tried to pop the bonnet with a crowbar so they fucked all the front and they fucked the bonnet they're driving down the highway and the bonnet is smashed up into the windscreen so they bent the windscreen and the top of the roof lining um and then they smashed it into a stoby pole up against the door and it's um broken two of the doors and front panel and shit and i spent about 
three grand fixing that. But and I know I know, I know it looks shit now, but once I've I don't know, put more money and time into it. It'll it'll be good again. Hmm. I'll find the picture for you so you can put it for the <laughs> picture. <laughs> right. Well, fun. thanks for joining us uh, on the Ideas Podcast. Um, You're right. Is, Thank you very much for having me. It it's is emotional. <laughs> <laughs> it is one thirty-five a.m. I need uh, to no. sleep. <laughs> it's one thirty-five a.m. on the twenty-fifth of February. It's Saturday in Adelaide, and uh, it's what? Yeah, but it's Saturday. sorry, I, my my, girlf- my girlfriend is over here, out, like it ruining my outro, uh, <laughs> questioning as to whether or not it's Saturday or not. Damn these women! <laughs> hey, <laughs> no, I'm about or to say. I was about to say my my girlfriend's <laughs> sitting in the corner, not existing. So, um, <laughs> hey. This isn't good. This doesn't look good on either of us. All right. Well, let's <laughs> <laughs> try again. It's one thirty-five a.m. Twenty fifth of February, Saturday. It's uh, and uh, this is Adelaide. Two thousand and seventeen. This is the Ideas Podcast.